0: So the timing of weather is never going to please everyone. Rain on a wedding day is bad luck for some, but good luck for others. A hurricane that slams the Atlantic coast within a week of the opening of the 1996 Summer Games of Fun in Georgia that I'm not allowed to say the actual name of, well, that is just bad timing. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History a podcast now in its second year, from the Weather Network in Canada. The villages were jammed, preparations final, and we were only literally one week from the opening ceremonies at the big global summer collection of games that draws athletes from around the world, but whose official name I do not have the rights to mention here, but I think we all know what I'm referring to. Whew! This day in weather history. So I told you a story back on June 27th on this same podcast about how the trials to make the 2008 U.S. swim team, including superstar Michael Phelps, was almost wiped out by a tornado. Today, I have another ditty from the global sporting event that takes place every four years, but due to licensing, I am not allowed to refer to by name. Today we focus on the same series of unnamed games for the year 1996, this is going to be fun, that were already set to go. The world was already in camp, and from July 19th to August 4th of 1996, the world would be watching. Meanwhile, only a couple of states away, where Hurricane Bertha made landfall as a Category 2 hurricane on July 12th, 1996 this day in weather history and very close to the event in the peach state that i don't think i need to remind you features activities that mainly happen outdoors at its peak bertha's wind speeds were measured at 116 miles per hour that equates to about 187 kilometers per hour But remember, that is offshore, and that is a site that is set for the most intense reading. So, what were they on land? You know, where actual people are. In short, they were actually catastrophic. Gusts exceeded 90 miles per hour. It's about 145 kilometers per hour. As a matter of fact, Bertha was the first significant storm to affect the area since 1984's Hurricane Diana. And the irony here is that was the last time the U.S. had hosted the big summer outdoor game event when it was in Los Angeles. In all, FEMA reported an estimated 750,000 people who had to be evacuated from the Carolinas ahead of Bertha. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favourite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash history. So how did this massive, life-altering storm for the Carolinas affect the global games in Georgia? Frankly, Hurricane Bertha was more of an inconvenience than it was a threat, and that was mainly to competing sailors. You see, those that were in rowing competitions, they waited on shore while the storm swirled up on the East Coast. The athletes, who had already towed their boats inland or tied them up to avoid damage from high winds ahead of the storm, waited it out back at the athletes' village. Officials said that there would be no further practice until further notice. So what do athletes do in weather delays? Some took to a morning jog or went to team meetings. A hurricane warning actually did stay in effect from Brunswick, Georgia to the North Carolina-Virginia border as they approached the opening ceremony date the weather service radio said the closest the storm was expected to get to savannah georgia was 180 miles or 290 kilometers east and was expected to bring seas of 10 feet it's about three meters or higher with accompanying winds that far inland of about 40 miles per hour or 64 kilometers per hour as well as showers to that coast harry john quest was a spokesman for savannah's athlete village and he commented back then quote We'll probably get a lot of rain and fringe winds, and that would make for some interesting sailing. And that was followed up with Basil Hamblin. He was a spokesperson for the Atlantic Committee for the Games who also said, and I quote, Precautions were taken, some boats were secured, no one is concerned. But they were back up again after they were given the all clear. Because as the old saying goes, the Games must go on. And they did. Exactly seven days after this day in weather history. Tomorrow is July 13th, and we're staying with another massive global sporting event that captures the imagination and fervor of billions of fans and television viewers around the world. It's the Big Soccer Championship that includes qualifying teams from around the world that again, we do not have the licensing rights to refer to by its official name. All I will say is this, It snowed on the first ever edition of this hallowed event. It snowed hard. So be here tomorrow to find out who was playing and how badly it screwed things up on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.